Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ben Maller Show podcast. It's me, Ben. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Ben Maller Show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Still hopping around. Welcome in the beginning of another hour and another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere in partnership as we blab in the audio lab, coast to coast, border to border and beyond on the vast and super eminently powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the flight deck as we soar. On that red-eye flight all night long. Did you know you can listen to the show on some airplanes when you're stuck thousands of feet in the air? We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000, that's a lot, recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So our lead this hour coming from the NFL. There's never a bad time to talk about the NFL. And we're still a couple weeks away from training camp. But there's a few stories that have popped up on my sonar that I want to chat with you about and chew over a little bit, like some like a nice big wad of bubble gum. We'll chew over these things. Now, we'll start in a place which is always good for talk radio, the unemployment line, the life and times of DeAndre Hopkins. Fired, dismissed, excommunicated from the Arizona Cardinals. That happened earlier this offseason. You're aware of that, right? Yeah, we are all aware of that. Hopkins is still on the beach, at least in radio when you lose your job, they say you're on the beach. Well, he's still on the beach. 
And if you've not heard the latest, perhaps not, a couple days ago we were told that Hopkins was going to likely end up with the Patriots. Well, now a zig and a zag, and now we're being fed that the Tennessee Titans are, quote, well-positioned in the DeAndre Hopkins sweepstakes. And Mike Vrabel, who was part of the Texans coaching staff, has a relationship with DeAndre Hopkins, and he's looking to recreate the relationship, right? Make the magic happen. Cuddle up again, however you want to say it, with this new receiver now. Uh, They are intrigued about putting Hopkins in the offense to try to unlock Ryan Tannehill. Good luck on that. All right, so let us discuss the question. The Tennessee Titans, this latest report saying that they are well-positioned to get in on DeAndre Hopkins. Is that based in reality? So I have set menu, Hanna-Barbera, and Golden Baton. And we will combine all of these things together, and we will make you dizzy. We'll try not to, but I've been told we do make people dizzy. So A, Tennessee, is it, they're on the clock, right? Patriots and Tennessee are on the clock. But Tennessee is clearly on the dance floor here with DeAndre Hopkins. So it's, it's not a case of well-positioned. I don't buy that they're well-positioned because... Hopkins, by all accounts, thought that he would be prime real estate in Kansas City or Buffalo. He thought he was going to slide in there and one of those legit big-time Super Bowl contenders. But those teams so far have said, don't call us, we will call you. They have punted on Hopkins. So if you look around, all right, and if you're blind, just listen around, it is a set menu. Hopkins has limited options, and it's one of those menus that you can't take the lettuce off the burger. It comes the way the menu says it does, and if you don't want the lettuce, you got to take the lettuce off. There's no alterations. It's the Titans or the Patriots. That's it. That's the list, period, hard stop. And that list, unremarkable, unremarkable. Neither one of those teams guaranteed to make the playoffs. Jacksonville said to be the team on the come in the AFC South and Tennessee going the other direction. And then you look at the quarterbacks. He's talking about middleweight contenders. Ryan Tannehill, who for the last couple years, the Titans have drafted quarterbacks hoping to get rid of Tannehill. He's still there. And you've got Mac Jones, who's also not guaranteed to be the guy with the Patriots. And they could get zappied. The Pats, Uh, so a couple of non-essential quarterbacks, all things being equal, as we've said, and I'm not changing my take from last week, or I guess the week before, Hopkins, all things being equal, if the money's the same, you go to the Patriots. Why? Because Derrick Henry is going to get 75% minimum of the opportunities to dominate for the Tennessee offense, and plus, you want to play in some high-profile games. You sign a one-year contract, and that's most likely what Hopkins is going to get, you want to end up playing in a high-profile situation so you get more exposure and all that. And most of these guys get exposure anyway. But the Patriots, even though they're not that good, neither are the Titans, there's more opportunities in the AFC East because you get two games with Buffalo, two with the Jets, and Aaron Rodgers, and then the Dolphins. So those will all be games of varying degrees of interest. Tennessee, eh. Playing Tennessee, bad Colts team. Jacksonville doesn't have a lot of juice, even though they were better last year. It's a smaller stage. Now, page two here. Let's pivot away. We'll talk about Michael Vick for the second time in days. We talk about Michael Vick 
the former NFL star, occasional pigskin pundit, Michael Vick, who recently had a number of things to say. We talked about some of them. We did not talk about this. He recently said that the Dolphins quarterback, Tua Tungabailoa, needs to do a couple of things to improve his health status. And what did Vic say? Vic said that Tungabailoa needs to bulk up a little bit, get him some cheeseburgers, uh, get him cheeseburgers in paradise. And he says, got to get a little bigger, a little stronger, has to grow into your man body, Michael Vick. Uh, said that's what needs to happen. And he talked about 10 or 15 more pounds of weight. And then he also said, don't get hit. Don't get knocked around, which it seems like all you need to do. You don't need to gain any weight if you don't get hit. Who cares how thin you are or how fat you are? So let's talk about this. Michael Vick wants Tua Tungabailoa to bulk up, gain 10 or 15 pounds to avoid injuries. Is it that simple? And you can't see me, but I am... I'm hitting my buzzer. Yeah. All these cockamamie solutions that have been flying around all offseason, I find them amusing. Some of them are bewildering. The story that's been bouncing around a lot has been Tungabailoa has been studying jujitsu, and he's had every quack in the free world give him advice. I'm convinced our resident quack on the show, Doc Mike's probably down there in Miami right now, saying, hey, Tua. I got this little orange power drink. It's actually yellow. It's not orange. It's a yellow power drink. You want to have some? Yeah. But all of this is just static. I have the answer. The Maller think tank is activated here. All the things that have been said, background noise. I am going to say right now, this is a Fox Sports Radio exclusive. What Tua Tungabailoa must do. It does not involve gaining weight. It does not involve losing weight. It doesn't involve jujitsu. None of that. He needs to go. Tua Tungabailoa, Hanna-Barbera, old school. What does that mean? Old school cartoon. Quick draw McGraw. And now hold on there. If you simply make quicker decisions, you can never eliminate all of the hits. However, your odds go up, up, and away. If you look at the quarterbacks who have had the longevity, and, and these guys have had injuries, they're not, no longer playing, but got Tom Brady and Drew Brees. I would say more Drew Brees than Tom Brady, and Brees had a major injury when he was playing for the old San Diego Chargers. But those guys mastered the ancient art of treating the football like an old party game. Hot potato. Read and react. Get rid of the damn ball. And if you simply throw within the shortest amount of time, I am talking trimming off a half a second or a full second, from snap, release, and, and that's it, you're not going to get hit. The, the NFL's insulated the quarterbacks. It is not the game it was when I was a kid. It's not. I and mean, it's a soft man's game now in the NFL. That's the way it is. Now, last word here. So we're going to go away from Miami. We already went earlier to Tennessee. Now we go to the Bay Area. So I read that San Francisco has a plan. I love when people have plans. I had plans, too. Look at me now. But San Francisco is looking to downsize. I want to downsize. The immense focus on George Kittle, their tight end. This is a story bouncing around that Kyle Shanahan and the brains there in the Bay Area are planning on spreading things around a little more. Spread that peanut butter all over the slice of bread. So I want to talk about this one. Is it wise... 
Is it wise for the 49ers to reduce George Kittle's workload? And uh, I am shaking my head no. The way I would approach this, and I understand I'm a Rams fan, so I hope the 49ers do the wrong thing. But if Kittle gets hurt, that fine, he gets hurt. But to artificially manipulate things, no bueno. This is one of those ideas which is better in theory than in reality. Like, oh, yeah, you know, George Kittle, he's worked a lot. We want to spread the offense around. We don't want to be hyper-focused on George Kittle. The fly in the ointment or the turd in the punch bowl, the 49ers are lacking a dominant quarterback. Joe Montana is not walking through those doors. Uh, Steve Young not walking through those doors. Even Jeff Garcia is not walking through those doors. Now, that would be a very crisp move if that happened. But Brock Purdy, who played above his means, he was above his means last season as Mr. Irrelevant, played well. But he had a medical procedure this offseason. He's still unknown. And the other quarterbacks are Trey Lance and Sam Darnold. Yeah, you need smelling salts with those guys. Uh, so uh, they don't really get your blood flowing too much. Uh, maybe maybe if you're related to them, they do, but uh, I'm not, so that's not the case. And, and the, the issue when you talk about the lack of a dominant quarterback is because what becomes the safety blanket for the mediocre quarterback? It's the tight end. And George Kittle's a good tight end, but that's essential when you have a possibly wobbly quarterback. Eh, check down, throw to the tight end. Eh, usually the tight end's open. But look at the golden baton. If you're going to cut the targets of George Kittle, who's going to take the golden baton and run with it? Now, you should get more out of Debo Samuel. Okay. But how much more? He said he did not play well last year. The numbers were down. Brandon Ayuk is a nice player, but he's not shown to be an elite, elite wide receiver. And then you look at the other tight ends, and you're like, somebody named Charlie Warner, I believe? And I don't know. I don't know who these other people are. I don't even know who he is. Yeah, George Kittle's going to turn 30 years old, which in life is young, but in sports you're starting to get a little, little old in the NFL. But he's your $12 million a year tight end. You ride the car until the wheels fall off. That's the move there for Shanahan and the Niners. It is the Ben Maller Show. You want to comment on any of that or anything else? We are we're open for business. Yeah, it's the the open for we never close. This I mean, I wish I worked at a store that closed. We don't close. We're always open. It's a smashing success. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. And you've heard of the Mile High Club. Well, this is a different kind of club. Not quite the Mile High Club. It's the Sea Level Club, but oh, what a club it is. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? 
And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is horse trading season. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, shoulder to shoulder, as we are posting and toasting, unless we're not Hanging out here coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and smashingly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the control room, as in cruise control, all night, all night here. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10 thousand recommended installers tirerack.com the way tire buying should be and our lead this hour coming from the trading post has damian lillard been traded Uh, no he is not he has not been traded but we did get a trade. We did get a trade, and anytime you get a trade, you get excited about that, especially in the month of July. So our lead this hour coming from Pro Bouncy Ball, a bevy of hoops hysteria. Now, the volume not that high on the hoop hysteria, but we had a sign and trade, this one coming out of Boston. And if you were listening last hour, you heard our favorite red-breast inebriated caller, Paul from Rhode Island, call in. Devastated because the Shamrocks made this trade. If you didn't hear, the Celtics are trading forward Grant Williams to the Mavrex in a three-team sign-and-trade deal that will send the well-traveled, that's a nice way of saying you're a journeyman, Reggie Bullock, And draft picks to the Spurs while Boston will get just two second-round picks for a guy they drafted in the first round in Grant Williams. And Williams gets to eat as much Tex-Mex as he wants and he can go hang out at Cowboy games and all of that. A restricted free agent. He agreed to a four-year contract for $53 million. Dead president. Grant Williams got $53 million. And he'll live in Dallas. The Mavericks also getting two second-round picks in the move. And the Spurs getting an unprotected pick swap, which is really exciting. You don't like the pick swap? Oh, I love it. I love it. It's like picking a 
booger out of your nose and swapping it for another booger. How great is that? Anyway, uh, that won't be till 2030. The Celtics also got a trade exemption, exception, which is, or exemption, whatever. Exception. Wonderful. So let us discuss the question. Here's the question. How excited should the Mavericks be with Grant Williams and this trade? So on the Maller scale of excitement for Dallas, 1 to 10 with 10 being basketball utopia. This is, and I'm being generous on this, this is a three. To the casual observer, you got to go on basketball reference to look up Grant Williams. He is not a household name. So I've got Target, Optometrist, and Sidecar. And we will lock all of these things together, and we are going to make the Baba Ganoush. We're going to make the Baba Ganoush. Now, number one, uh, Grant Williams is on the no-name list. And I know that list because I'm on the list, right? Nobody knows who the hell I am either. So I know what it's like to be someone that no one knows who you are. Grant Williams is not somebody that clearly moves the needle, but when you, when you see the return, the Celtics got. You know this is a guy who does not have a lot of value. And Williams was tossed in the transfer portal for a myriad of second-round picks, washed up Reggie Bullock, and a pick swap. Whoop-dee-damn-do. And uh, now Dallas is betting that Grant Williams will progress and that Kyrie and Luka will unlock the hidden treasures that Grant Williams has. Let me ask you a question. And maybe you're not a big basketball fan. I, I like the NBA. I like it more in the playoffs. I don't really care for the regular season anymore. I've grown out of that as I've aged. But when I watch the NBA, okay, has Kyrie ever made anyone better around him? Because if that's happened, send me a message. I don't recall it ever happening. And I don't think Luka does either. Those guys are great individual players. They put up big stats. They're wonderful if you play fantasy basketball. It's not like they make other people improve their performance. And this guy, Grant Williams, is going to have to make giant strides. At this point, he is a what we call a market pantry player. If you've ever gone to Target, the store brand for food at Target is called Market Pantry. That's what this guy is. He's a store brand player, generic brand. Williams, I mentioned he was a first-round pick, and he's been with the Celtics since 2019, and in that time he started 58 games. That's it. That ain't a lot. And last season, he played more than he usually does, and he averaged eight points and a little less than five rebounds a game. So that does not give you a tingly sensation. But good for him. Grant Williams just won the Texas lottery. And to think that $54 million is now the going rate for a baseline forward in the NBA. Mazel tov. They're doing something right over there. Now, page two. Moving to Philadelphia. Now, we've learned the 76ers are sitting around and they're waiting for the phone to ring. The phone is not ringing. They've not been able to find a robust market for the beard. Last we saw the beard, he was hanging out at a party in the Hamptons with the Sixers owner. But it's, it's kind of like a nice, mild winter in Siberia, the trade market for James Harden. At Philadelphia, if the... News going around, the word on the street going around is accurate, that Philly has been offered varying degrees of handy downs 
and also a mix of has-beens and nobodies. Okay, that's what you... The, the, the Clippers, God forbid, the Clippers are said to team, be the team that has the most interest, but the, the Sixers would like to get Terrence Mann. There goes that man again. Unlikely, unlikely uh, to be the case, but from your vantage point, what is going on with the Sixers and this, these James Harden trade talks? So from this side of the microphone... Philadelphia appears to be disheveled, disorganized. And I would recommend that they visit an optometrist. And here's why. They failed to read the room. Bad eyesight. You know when you go to the DMV and you got to read the, the reading chart and all that? They, they, they can't see all the letters. They, they thought that Z was an S. It's a bad job by them. But Daryl Morey, the smartest man in the room, if you don't believe me, just ask him. He thought that by trading his buddy James Harden, it would be A, easy, and B, he would get in return a Kobe steak and uh, a nice expensive bag of potatoes, those Bay of Biscay uh, potatoes there. And at this point, barring some unforeseen change, the Sixers will be lucky if they get back a three-day-old piece of meatloaf from Artez's kitchen in Milwaukee and uh, some leftover General Sow's chicken from, uh, you know, that, that box of the Chinese takeout box in the back of your fridge. Yeah. So the market is flaccid at this point. And, and James Harden does, oh boy, if he ends up with the Clippers, holy crap. Here we go again. Here we go again. That does not get me giddy. Uh, does not. And he would just be another player with the Clippers who's guilty of truancy in the playoffs, although unlike some of these other guys, like Harden will go 40 points, 15 rebounds in a game, and then the next game he'll go 12 points on 5 of 18 shooting and uh, like 6 rebounds. And you never know what you're going to get. It's like a box of chocolates. But how, how many playoff games has he gone missing? In Houston? In, I mean, everywhere he's been. Everywhere he's been. All right, final point. We now move to all Canada, Toronto. And there is noise that Pascal Siakam, I had to make sure I said that properly because of our friend, well, this guy in Brooklyn that calls, he pronounces his name differently, and I don't want to pronounce it like that because uh, his, his name's Marcel, but he, he, he's not calling today. But there's some noise that Pascal Siakam, the leading scorer for Toronto, is about to be traded. Oh, my God, he's about to be traded. How exciting. He'll certainly be traded before the start of the season. Now, how much value does the star player of the Raptors, Pascal Siakam, have on the trade market? So, examining the situation here, Siakam is still considered a swanky pickup. He's not an extravagant pickup. There is a difference between swanky and extravagant. But a force multiplier in a pigeonholed way. All right, so let me explain. Like, I could see a team like Atlanta who's trying to shake things up a little bit. It sounds like they're going to keep Trey Young, and they're said to be hot and heavy interested in Siakam. And that would be a pretty good fit, depending on what the Hawks give up, because Trey Young clearly is going to be the number one guy, and he. You, you look around at Siakam, he's the epitome of a sidecar player. 
You know what I mean? Like, it's like Trey Young rides the motorcycle and then the nice little sidecar. And he's got the, the leather hat on and he's got the goggles. Just like the movies is P- Pascal Siakam. And it's unpleasant. He's getting paid a lot of money, however. And when he's in the number two chair, good things have happened. As a supplementary player, Pascal, he's 29. He's got one year left on his contract, and he can be yours if the price is right. And he's also, as a secondary player, you know, number two, he's getting $38 million. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. And Toronto holding a bonfire. Will the last person left in the Raptor locker room turn out the lights? The party's over. They have an urge to purge the Raptors. It'll be, what do you think, another 30 years before they sniff a big playoff run in Toronto, a generation? I'm going to go yes on that. I'm going to go yes. I know you didn't ask me, but I'm going to go yes. It is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to be part, here's how you do it. We are on Twitter, at Ben Maller. We are on threads. I don't even know what that is, but I signed up for it. Ben Maller on Fox. Ben Maller on Fox on threads. Also on uh, on you know, it's regular phones. You want to call in, have your voice heard. Have, let the unwashed hear you. The other people that are up late all night here. 877-99 on Fox. That's 877-996-6369. We'll take your phone call. Straight ahead, the Jaws of life. The Jaws of life. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Call them the Wemby Wackadoodles, I guess. What else are you going to call them? Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. Me here, you there, as we are rumbling. 
bumbling, stumbling all over our words, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond, on the vast and bodaciously powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the blanket, the safety blanket that is this show. Unless it's not. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hope all is well with you. We're back at it again here. And later this hour, if you stay with us for the full hour, you will get Ask Ben. Your questions are answers. You can send those questions in on the Twitter machine at just hashtag Ask Ben. Very simple. Should be interesting. Ethan will be the reader of the questions. We'll see how that goes. But hashtag Ask Ben. Send those in and knock yourself out. But our lead this hour coming from Lost Wages, Nevada. And that is where the summer league is going on. I know you're excited about that. The NBA. Dropping some news about the big event happening in the month of July. It's going to happen actually on Friday. That would be tomorrow. 7-7. It's kind of a cool day. 7-7. If you haven't heard yet, maybe not. In what has been dubbed the most anticipated NBA Summer League game in a generation. Wink, wink, nod, nod. The game of the year. The San Antonio Spurs, with their number one pick, Victor Wembanyama, set to make his first appearance in San Antonio Laundry, although it'll be in Vegas, against the Charlotte Hornets. Every single ticket, everyone will have a man, woman, or child in those seats as they have sold all of them for the matchup at the Thomas and Mack Center in Vegas. It will be packed to the gills, the home of the running Rebels. So let us discuss the question. Victor Wembanyama, the Spurs, number one pick, summer league debut, sells out. What does that mean? So I've got Jacuzzi, Bob Ross, and Carrots. And we will combine all of these things together and we'll lock them in place like Legos is what we're going to do. So first of all, my initial thought on this, it means Victor Wembanyama's first game selling out. It means the Razmataz has been successful. This is a feather in the cap of the NBA marketing arm. For a couple of years now, there have been people associated with the NBA that have been pumping up the tires on Wemby, the Wemby Mobile, and they've been puffing the Parisian prodigy and now he's arrived. He hasn't played a regular season game yet, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether he's great or whether he sucks or is just average. The question is, can you convince the congregation of basketball fans to follow? And when you look at the KPI on this, the answer is a thunderous Y-E-S. Yes, the key performance indicators show that the great unwashed are bathing in a jacuzzi of Victor Wembanyama hype. Right now, they're in the jacuzzi, and they're, they're, they're bubbles, and they're enjoying the bubbles. They're Wemby bubbles. Uh, now, I understand a little bit about 
marketing and sales. I mean, basically in the sales business when you do a, a radio show. And uh, the most important part are the commercials. My, my part is very unimportant. That's why I've kept the job because management knows they don't really care. It's all about the commercials. But humans are hardwired, like Pavlov's dogs, to look for the next big thing in whatever that might be. Well, you want the, the, the faster car. You want the better car. You want the better computer. You want the better phone. You want, when you're dating, you want the better other significant other, right, until you lock one down. It's only going to empower the marketing weasels at Pro Bouncy Ball. And this guy's been billed as the next big thing. Hoop fans have been bombarded from all sides. Sensory overload. I'm talking... Touch, sight, hearing, smell, and taste have been, all of those things have been submerged with marketing. And now, here's the return on investment. Now, it's not really a summer league game that matters. It's regular season ticket sales. It's also merchandise. It's television ratings. It's advertiser engagement. All of those things are what matters, and things are certainly promising at this point. All right, moving away from that, page two here, I want to go to Memphis where everyone's favorite gun-toting NBA player, John Morant, who is currently on exile, is exhilarated to have Derrick Rose in Memphis with him next season. Now, first, he has to serve the 25-game suspension of the Who's Gal for playing with guns on social media. And ironically, it was a social media post by veteran guard Isaiah Thomas, not the Pistons' Isaiah Thomas, the Celtics' version of Isaiah Thomas. And uh, that posting proclaimed that John Morant would be back and better than ever next season. And it was posted by Isaiah Thomas, the old Celtic, who had that great year back in several years ago now. But he was pumping up John Morant, and he said that D. Rose presence going to have him on some MVP. And then he said the S word, so we'll say crap. And then he said, watch. Now, that posting caught the attention of John Morant, who chimed in himself, of course, and he quote tweeted Thomas, the original comment, and said, quote, I'm going to read this word for word, so don't goof on me. Here's what he wrote. This is John Morant. He said, you too loud, OG, they gonna, actually said they gun, but G-O-N, they gun, feel me fascio. Yeah, that's what he said, F-A-S-H-O. Yeah, so uh, that's what he wrote. I'm just repeating, I'm, I'm the messenger. So how did you interpret the John Morant excitement to play with Derek Rose? And you're going to feel John Morant. So this tells us that nothing has changed yet. That John Moran is still lurking in the gutter that is social media in the shadows. That he has not taken some kind of hiatus. I know it's, he's addicted. I get it. I understand. That's, that's the public square. But this also means sooner than later, he's, he's inevitably going to screw up again. He's going to post a video. One of his buddies is going to post a video of him looking like Rambo. Uh, I'm talking bullets around the neck. I'm talking a gun on the shoulder, uh, one gun in the right hand, another gun in the left hand, and Adam Silver is going to have a coronary when he sees that particular posting, and it will not be relatable to polite NBA society where that is taboo. 
so nobody has ever questioned that John Morant as a basketball player is amazing. What a great talent. It's kind of like painting. You know how you have some painters that are into portraits or some are into landscape or still life or abstract or whatever it might be. John Morant on the court, he's a landscape artist. He's like Bob Ross on the hardwood. Uh, Every single performance, for the most part, is a masterpiece. Off the court, that's where he is no longer a landscape artist. He would be compared to your child in kindergarten finger painting. A lot of not-so-happy little mistakes. That's the rub. Now, as for D. Rose... I don't get the excitement. This is one of those things. When the legend becomes the fact, you go with the legend. The legend of Derrick Rose as an MVP for the Chicago Bulls has lived on. It's got a shelf life. Derrick Rose as an NBA player these days is a shell of his former self. For example, he was in the doghouse with the Knickerbockers last year, played 12 minutes a game on average. And he didn't play that many games last year, last couple years. Rose is going to be 35 next season. It's been seven years, seven years since he played 30 or more minutes a game. He's a part-time player, and at this point, he's about a a 15-minute-a-game guy, and he gets hurt a lot. I'd say the smart money is that Derrick Rose ends up injured prior to John Morant coming back. All right, final thought. So the NBA... Also leaked that, and and we talked about this earlier if you were listening, the NBA leaked that this uh, new Fugazi in-season tournament Final Four will take place December 7th and 9th in Lost Wages, Nevada, in Vegas, Sin City. And we are told that the statistics accumulated during every game in the tournament will count towards the regular season except for the championship game. Now, it is interesting to note that the NBA has an equally Fugazi play-in tournament where those stats don't count for the regular season and don't count for the postseason. They just kind of float in the twilight zone. So why is Las Vegas hosting the NBA's in-season tournament? Well, this is rather obvious. I don't think you need me to tell you. It is telegraph. It's, It's like carrots. It's an extra motivator. It's a carrot on a stick. It is incentive to motivate the players Adam Silver knows that these guys don't give a rat's tuchus about regular season games. He's more aware than anyone because he supported them and their malfeasance. So why would they worry about a play-in tournament? The answer is they won't. However, the lure of an extra trip to Sin City that your employer is going to pay, sign me up for that. Now, over the weekend, we are told the NBA will also release specific details about the in-season tournament, the full list of dates, the group drawings, the locations, the trophy unveiling, all of that. They're doing this on a Saturday. Now, why are they doing that on a Saturday? They're doing it on a Saturday because they know that very few people care about this. It's called a soft launch. It's like opening up a restaurant, saying you're going to open up the restaurant on Friday but you actually open it up on Tuesday and you open it up at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon past the lunch hour rush just so everyone gets on the same page. It's a soft launch. Well, this, not a soft launch. It's been around for a while. The Ben Maller Show. If you would like to be part of the program, you can join us here. We are 
well, we're talking. It's a talk radio show. I talk, and, and then you call in. If you want to talk, you can talk as well. 877-99 on Fox if you want to be part. Also on Twitter, we are on there. You can be part of that. At Ben Mather. We're now on something called Threads. I don't really know what that is, but I'm on there. So you can follow me on Threads. And that's Ben Maller on Fox, which is my same name that I have on Instagram. And uh, the great thing about Threads, I already like it, even though there's nobody on there. It's like a ghost town. I kind of like it because I didn't have to pay eight bucks a month to be verified. I'm already verified. So uh, I would like to thank the people over there for, for doing that because Elon Musk wants me to pay $8 a month. And his product is not worth $8 a month. Now, neither is Threads, by the way. But I didn't have to pay anything, so... I'm okay with that. Uh, anyway, we'll press on. Time now for the Maller Riddle of the Day. The Maller Riddle of the Day. We go back to the All England Club a, at Wimbledon. At Wimbledon, a match was halted earlier this week after two protesters stormed the court and began throwing blank. Again, a Wimbledon match was stopped earlier this week after a couple of protesters stormed the court and began throwing blank. That is the Maller Riddle of the Day. The answer. We'll get to it. We'll do it next. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 